0: and millions of people.
1: You are now tuned in to the Cyclones Podcast, where we focus on youth and high school basketball in and around Central Kentucky, with interviews and basketball commentary from coaches, players, and basketball minds, and I'm your host, Coach Malik. Welcome to the Cyclones Podcast. I'm Coach Malik, and this is episode number nine. For all my returning subscribers, thanks for being a part of the Cyclone Nation. On the show today, out of Frankfort, Kentucky, we have Bridgeport Elementary School Head Coach Antonio Wheeler. Coach, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Coach. Thanks for having me. And let me add that along with his duties at Bridgeport, Coach Wheeler is also the assistant director of youth basketball for Kentucky Premier, the third through sixth grade teams under Orlando Stevenson, as well as a host of other hats he wears that we'll get into. Man, you do a lot, bro. I try to, man. It's just try to stay busy, try to help out where I can. You I know, know it. I know it. Um, I hope that the family's doing well, and the question I seem to be asking everybody lately is, how are you handling this COVID situation? I mean, it's a culture shock, you know, um, definitely the blow to a regular day life.
0: Uh, but, you know, as human beings, we got to adapt, you know, adapt, changes inevitable. You got to adapt.
1: Well, and I think that's kind of the best attitude to have as opposed to fighting what you can't control. You know, sometimes you just have to roll with the punches. I agree. So, Coach, tell us a little bit about yourself
0: came to kentucky uh 2003 to go to school at kentucky state university uh shortly after my dad had passed away so i ended up making Frankfort, kentucky my home um been here since 2003 uh i played youth sports when i was younger i didn't play uh didn't play basketball in high school uh it was too much of a knucklehead uh played, played a little football uh but family situations uh with financials I had to end up leaving and, and have to get a job to, to help support with my father so uh I really get it really didn't get a chance to truly explore how talented I could have been I probably could have uh played college sports if I wanted to but you know God chose a different path for me um he had me use my music uh which got me a scholarship to Kentucky State University and uh that's how I received my degree, uh, received my degree from Kentucky State University in Information Technology. Um, and then uh, one day, literally, I was just with my kids and they were, you know, signing up for youth sports. And one of the guys uh, asked me, he seen me, you know, instructing um, a few kids in proper form and everything and asked me if I coached. And I was like, no, I don't, you know, uh, I just, you know, with my kids and and train them and he was like well uh we need another coach uh would you mind coaching with me and I said I'm I've never coached before he said well it's fine you know we'll we'll show you what you need to do so that's how I started coaching uh that was
1: in 2013. Tell us from there um give us a path to the position that you're in now, in regards to that being your first foray into the coaching fraternity. Um, I st- like I said, I started in 2013
0: coaching football, um, and then uh, I seen an opening at uh, Bridgeport Elementary School, and uh, for basketball coach. And basketball is a passion for me. I li- I like basketball. I love basketball. Uh, I watch it all the time. Study it. Having uh, have numerous conversations with you about it. And uh, pretty much I just applied and had an interview, and the principal hired me, and that was in 2014,
1: I think. Yeah, 2014, and I've been a coach there ever since. So this being your fifth year at Bridgeport, correct? Yes. Um, what are some of the things that you've learned along the way in regards to not only coaching elementary school basketball but coaching young girls because you're the head coach of the – Girls team, correct? Yes. Okay. So um, one thing I've learned is uh, every player
0: is different. Uh, you have to learn your players' uh, weaknesses, strengths, and put them in a position to where they can succeed. Um, also, uh, with elementary school ball, you have to teach the basics. It's none of that Euro step, all that stuff. You're just teaching them how to dribble right hand, left hand, crossover, good defensive stance, how to read the offense, how to read the defense, good positioning, boxing out, just basic basketball. And in that league, if you can teach that, you can be a
1: very successful team. And I'm of the opinion that elementary school is crucial to player development. Now, I know that a lot of people think that middle school is where um, the building blocks start. I'm not of that opinion. I think that, you know, when you start playing competitive basketball then you should be you should start being developed correct um with that being said how do you approach skill development in regards to your program um i watch a lot of uh different
0: coaches uh either podcasts youtubes and and i learn from you uh, gordon uh western hills coach uh bonders coach i i i Pretty much consult with a lot of coaches as far as uh, good ways to develop youth skills. And um, pretty much everyone just saying uh, to me, just keep it simple. Um, keep it simple, repetitions, and be consistent. And pretty much that's
1: what I do. That's the approach I take. So, Coach, before we move over and talk about your role with Kentucky Premier, let's take a quick break and give a word to our sponsors. And that buzzer sound is the end of the first quarter. It's time for a word to our sponsors. We would like to thank Whitaker Bank for being a sponsor of the Capital City Cyclones program. Whitaker Bank, uniquely Kentucky. And we're back, the Cyclones podcast. I'm Coach Malik, and we have Antonio Wheeler with us. So, Coach, let's talk about your position with the Kentucky Premier Program. You're the Assistant Director of Youth Basketball for the 3rd through 6th grade teams under orlando stevenson tell us a little bit about what you do in regards to your role um with premier uh pretty much um i'm in in the role where i
0: assist with coaching um but pretty much i'm basically in the background uh trying to help uh recruit talent uh trying to help make sure the, the team sustain and operate correctly um pretty much get the parents what they need uh get the players what they need and support anything that Orlando
1: needs me to do now with the COVID situation how has that changed how y'all are approaching the summer and is that going to affect um what y'all do this summer in regards to are you going to be able to do anything or what's the plan uh thus far well it definitely affected our
0: schedule this summer um by now we probably would have played in, in about five tournaments. Uh like I say, we adapt. Uh we've been, you know, communicating with our players, you know, on a regular basis, uh keeping them in the loop on what our plans are once we're able to resume operations again. There's been several meetings, uh with the uh executive part of Kentucky Premier on how we're gonna adjust our schedule. Uh we do plan to have somewhat of a season starting probably later the end of june early july uh we're gonna try to do at least four to five tournaments is hopefully we will start soon uh we've been you know just just training with our players communicating via zoom things like that uh they actually did a really neat video uh, uh it was called pass the ball challenge they did that uh which looked really good and We still instruct our players on what we need them to work on uh, just so when we get back in the gym, we don't be behind because we're not going to have a lot of time to practice. We're going to get right into playing. So uh, we definitely instruct them to continue to work on skill development. If you have a trainer, continue to work with your trainer. Uh, Definitely, definitely get out and run so you can be conditioned uh, because we're a fast-paced team, so we're going to be moving as
1: soon as we get on the floor. And how has that experience been for you so far? And because I know your daughter plays and you were connected with the program before you got into this position, correct? Yes. Uh, My daughter, uh, actually, I met
0: up with Orlando two years ago, and um, he happened to see a video of my daughter playing on on Facebook. And um, he pretty much, you know, told me, hey, I have a – third grade team. Uh, I would like your daughter to come out and try out. So, uh, she went out there and tried out and he liked what he saw and she made his team shortly after the team was converted over to Kentucky Premier. Again, I was just wanting to be observer. I didn't want to get into a coach and at the time. Just wanted to watch. And, uh, he seen me, uh, you know, just again, giving instruction, uh, just showing stuff that I learned from you actually. And, uh, it was just like, you know, hey, that, you coach? I said, well, yeah, I'm the coach at Bridgeport.
1: He said, okay, now you're on my staff. And then it's been I've been there ever since. Right. You just never know where opportunities and blessings might come from, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with all the things you have going on, like I said, you're a full-time coach, you have a full-time job, and you also have kids that are active in sports. How do you balance that? Scheduling. Uh, i have i pay that to my wife, man. She's
0: really good at uh, prioritizing everything that we need to do. Um, I wouldn't be able to do much at all if, <laughs> if she didn't, didn't prior. Because I forget a lot. And she pretty much say, hey, we got this to do today. We got this to do today. You take uh, these two over here. I'll take these two over here. And that's how we do it. We plan it out,
1: write it down, and follow the schedule. And And that's a good system to have. And speaking of full-time jobs, Tell us what your career outside of coaching is and what it entails um pretty much um, prior to me being a coach I was
0: a uh operations manager at sam's club uh then I shortly started working in state government um I really helped with uh disability determination uh, i helped with uh the kentuckians that need to help you know uh public service uh any in We help provide the the financial support to the
1: Kentuckians that
0: are unable to work at the time.
1: And with that, we are going to take our last break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Coach about his goals and his motivation on why he does what he does. You're listening to the Cyclones Podcast, a component of the Capital City Cyclones Sports Program Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit that promotes skill development in youth and high school basketball. If you would like information in regards to donating, sponsorship, or becoming a volunteer, please check out our Facebook page, at Capital City Cyclones. And we are back. Coach, let me ask you, at this point, what would you say your career goals are in regards to coaching? Pretty much, I...
0: I like starting with the development phase of basketball. Uh, I feel that's very, very important because when you get higher up, uh, when you get to like the high school level, you start seeing these habits that a lot of players have that are very, very hard to break. And I figure if you get them before they can develop those habits, it helps them develop good basketball habits, then you can help alleviate a lot of those problems when they get older. So I pretty much want to stay where I'm at between um, elementary and middle school, because I've also had an opportunity to coach
1: uh, boys' basketball in middle school this year, too, as well. So So you think that age group and that range kind of fits what you do in regards to or how you would like things to unfold in regards to skill development? Correct, yes. Uh, Now, if the
0: opportunity presents
1: itself where I can work at a higher level, I won't
0: turn it down. But uh, as of now, I'm just going to be where – where I'm destined to
1: be at right now now I know what motivates me to coach but I'm always curious as to other coaches so what motivates you to coach and to continue to grow as a coach um my motivation is to love for the game to see someone
0: else and help support someone else that loves the game just like me also to provide that uh um, that support or that parental guidance that some of these players don't have uh You never know the effect that you have on a kid, uh, especially someone who doesn't have the same opportunities as other kids that you're helping. So I'm pretty much there for community support. I like the game, I love the game, Um, but pretty much to support the people that I'm coaching.
1: Now, as a coach, we we talk about growth. Um, What what are some of the things that you do to apply um, growth to your craft in regards to learning? Um, Again, I study a lot of film. Um, If you ever talk to my
0: wife, she'll tell you she's tired of me watching basketball (laughs) film. Um, And that's that's the same as football. I watch a lot of football film, watch a lot of basketball film. But, I mean, I have a lot of conversations with people who have vast knowledge of the game. I mean, again, I refer – I talk to you a lot, talk to Gordon a lot. And this past summer when I got a chance to actually help coach with your Cyclone Nation team, I learned a lot and actually implemented some of the offense that you ran until <laughs> my uh, my fifth-grade team this year that went undefeated regular season running the same offense. Right. And a lot of teams, it, it created a lot of open shots. So I just pretty much watch, observe, and, and talk a lot. I asked a lot of questions. I mean, I'm pretty sure you – May it got sick of me asking so many questions, Never. but I asked a lot. Never. So, <laughs> So it's just talking to people that know the game and not being able – I mean, not being afraid to to be humble and show humility because I don't know this game like you do, or I don't know this game like like Gordon. So I have no problem asking you
1: guys. Right, right. and And for me, that's how I grew. I had your same mentality. I'm not going to be scared to ask. If I don't know, I'm going to ask. I'm going to – go to games, I'm going to sit in on practices if I'm allowed to, I'm going to pick the coach's brain after practice if they will sit down and talk to me, read and things like that. But, yeah, like you said, humble. the humble approach to growth is what it takes. And in that process of growth, who has been a role model, a person, one person, two people, that has influenced your growth as a coach? honestly it's it's gonna sound kind of funny because uh, I have several
0: um uh, one uh being uh someone from high school uh my my high school band director uh he he played uh football uh before he got into music and pretty much he would say things um that one thing that really stuck with me and uh it was uh about being on time. And he would always say, you know, 15 minutes early is on time. On time is late, and to be late is unheard of. And that stuck with me. And then another thing he would always say is, Master was assigned to you. And then uh, I would always apply those things to whatever I did. And he motivated me to get back into school uh, because I previously dropped out of college. And he set up the the interview with the college band director at at Kentucky state and got me a scholarship. And then uh, once I came here, uh, I ran into Gordon while going to school and he was playing football at the time. And uh, just watching him interact with, with the kids around Frankfurt and teaching them the love of the sport and whatever sport he was teaching, he always had high energy and that was a great, actually that's what motivated me to get into what I'm doing. Uh, And then Later on, maybe a year or two later, meeting you over at Bondary and watching you interact with the kids and watching how you had control of what was going on, but at the same time, the kids respected what you were saying. So I would say, my high school band director, you, Gordon, role models.
1: Well, and I thank you for that because, you know, it's rewarding to hear one of your peers say that. Um, this far in your career, you know, it's it's short, but what's been the most rewarding thing for you so far? Um, watching all of my first
0: team I coached at uh, Bridgeport Elementary School excel in basketball at the high school level right now. I had nine girls on my first team, and of those nine, five made it to middle school, and of those five, four no three are three are currently playing in high school. Uh, One's been playing varsity since seventh grade. Uh, One's been playing varsity since eighth grade. And one just now got back into basketball again. So it's rewarding because those girls never picked up a ball before fifth grade. So I had to teach them from the beginning. Yes. The calls, the rules of basketball. Yes. My first practices were we didn't even dribble. We sat down and learned the rules. Right. And then the next practice, we were dribbling. We didn't shoot shots probably until like maybe the fourth week. So it was rewarding to see how far they've come from these kids who didn't know nothing about basketball to now playing basketball in high school. Yes, yes.
1: Now let's look forward a little bit. What can we expect to see from the young ladies at Bridgeport next season? Well, uh, the good thing is uh, my
0: team this past season were made up of fourth and fifth graders. Uh, the new principal allows me to have uh, fourth graders on the team, and that's been very, very helpful. Uh, so the prior – well, I'll take it back because last year I was allowed to have fourth graders, and those fourth graders were fifth graders this year, and that's what helped us go undefeated during regular season. And with that, you're able to establish a program whenever you can have returning players come back. But the girls that's leaving and heading to middle school, I can ex- you can expect them to know – the basics of basketball. Uh, you can expect them to know the offense that the, the middle school they're going to because I consulted with them and learned their offense and taught it. Um, you can expect them to have the drive and determination to want to succeed and want to be winners. Um, they do understand you're not going to win them all, but they will give you the effort to let you know that they're going to try their best and put forth the best effort to win the game. And you can expect some enthusiasm from them.
1: Well, and that's really all you can ask for, it? Yeah. Coach, I would like to thank you for joining us. Um, We wish yourself and the programs in which you are associated with continued success, Bridgeport Elementary, as well as the Kentucky Premier Program. To everyone listening, thanks for being a part of the Cyclone Nation. Please share with a friend, relative, or colleague. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe, comment, and leave a review. For Antonio Wheeler, I'm Coach Malik, Cyclones Podcast.